We fall, we break, we fail. But then we rise, we heal, we overcome. I choose to live by choice, not by chance. To be motivated, not manipulated. To be useful, not used. To make changes, not excuses. To excel, not compete. I choose self-esteem, not self-pity. I choose to listen to my inner voice, not the random opinions of others. I choose to do the things others will not, so I can continue to do the things others cannot. Fate whispers to the warrior, you cannot withstand the storm. The warrior replied, I am the storm. This is Doc's Daily Dose, and you are a warrior. Welcome to Doc's Daily Dose. I'm your host, Coach Doc. So first, I want to put something out there that is, I guess, a surprise or nice addition. And I want to give a shout out to Danielle for this. She's helped push me to make this podcast visual. But I don't want to make this particular podcast visual. I'm actually going to add to my YouTube channel a weekly show called Doc After Dark. I don't know when it's going to go up. I don't know when it's going to go up. And I'm not hesitating to try to make it perfect or all my ducks lined up in a row. Literally, I'm just trying to buy the necessary equipment for filming and learn how to video edit. So give it some time, but there'll be another show coming on that you can actually watch. So, Danielle, I'm making this public to push myself the way you helped push me. And I thank you for that. I truly appreciate it. Much love to you. Now let's get to this week's topic. You know, a lot of people will say, you seem like you've got things figured out. And I've been through a lot, and I've got some things figured out, at least for me. But one of the biggest struggles I had, that I still deal with, just not as constant and persistent as it used to be, is caring what people thought about me and thinking I knew exactly what that was. And sometimes I wonder if it was the athlete in me because I was always on display, so whether it be a newspaper reporter coming to talk to me or walking around campus or being on the actual field, basketball court or track, all eyes were on me. So I had to make sure I was smooth, cool. You know, you could never break me. I was going to do my thing. And I had confidence in my abilities because athletically, like I was just gifted in that manner. But it was a constant pressure. And it spilled over into everything I did, especially with my brain being overactive and constantly thinking. I mean, so much so as to, is my music too loud when I pull up to a stoplight? What about the music I'm actually playing? What do they think about my clothes? About the way I walk? I'm giving this presentation. Are they feeling it? Are they not? And again, I still have moments like that. It just doesn't consume my every day. And hopefully, that little title, No One Cares, caught your eye. So you jumped in to listen. Because there's two traps you really need to avoid in order to continue your journey and self-exploration and growth. And those two traps, the first one, caring what others think about you. And the second, thinking that they care. So let's start with the first one. Why are you worried about what they think about you? I'm not talking about your children. I'm not talking about your spouse. I'm talking about the random people walking around in their day to day. 
I'm talking about the people at work you don't even talk to. I'm talking about the negative folks who respond to your post on social media. I'm talking about the person in the grocery store who happens to cross your path. Why do you care what they think about you? They don't pay your bills. They don't live your life. They don't walk in your shoes. They don't have your history, nor do they have to make the decisions that you have to make on a daily basis. And when I sat with this question myself, it was hard. Why did I care? I cared because I wanted to be seen as something good, something strong. All the adjectives that you can think of that everybody places on greatness. But the real question was, do I see that in myself? When I look in the mirror, is that what I think of me? Because if I think that of me, does it matter if someone else doesn't? It was still hard for me to navigate that until I moved to the second point of realizing that no one cares. I don't mean that in a negative way. I don't mean that as in nobody cares about you. You have people that care about you, no matter how lonely you feel. There is someone out there who thinks about you. They may not be comfortable enough or bold enough or strong enough to tell you that, but I'm telling you now, every single one of you has someone who thinks about you. It could be a family member, could be a coworker, could be a loved one. It could be your elementary school teacher who randomly thinks, huh, I wonder whatever happened to that person. They were such a beauty. But the random folks you worry about, what are they thinking about me? They don't care because they're too busy thinking about themselves as well. You don't think they're going through the same thing, wondering what people think about them. Everybody's got their own problems, their own issues, their own situations and circumstances they struggle with on a daily basis. Majority of the time, people are in their heads thinking about themselves and their situations. They're not looking at you or concerned about you at all. I have a really close friend who constantly thinks someone is trying to belittle him or old school phrase, mad dog him. And I'll tell you a story about this particular friend. He's one of the most gifted lyricists. When I say that, I mean rapper for those who don't know. But he's not just some rapper who just spouts about women and clothes and cars and money. He's gifted with the pen. He can write. And I've been telling him since we were 14, like, man, you need to be on stage somewhere. And at one point in our late 20s, he got a chance to do a show, but he didn't have a ride to the show. And he asked me if I'd give him a ride. And I said, of course, you know, I've backed this forever since we were kids. And I went and picked him up. And when we got to the spot, we pulled in the parking lot and I saw about 40 males, men, all of them gang members, Crips to be specific. And we're from Pasadena and Pasadena is known as blood gang territory at least where we grew up. It's not all Rose Bowl and beautiful houses. Trust me, I lived it. And though he doesn't gangbang, I knew he mentions Pasadena a lot when he raps. And I was worried. And I told him, like, I don't know if this is the spot, man. Like, we may want to take this as a loss here and just turn around and go home. And he said, nah, I'm supposed to perform and, like, let's do this. And I was like, okay, let's go in. And so we went inside, but the stage wasn't set up. Nothing happening. And I was like, where, where are you supposed to perform? And he's like, oh, they're going to put the stage out. And this was like 9 p.m. Then 930 rolled around. Hey, man, are they going to put the stage out? Yeah, they will. They will. 
and he's drinking to numb the nerves of performing. 10 p.m. What's going on, man? When are you going to go on? Have you talked to the promoter or whatever? Yeah, no, they're going to get it all set up. 10.30. 11 p.m. I turned to my buddy and I said, hey, man, listen, I'm not going to stick around because it doesn't seem like this is happening. I will drive you home. Let's go. But he was like, no, I'm supposed to perform. And I got all these dudes looking at me and they're thinking something about me. Now, granted, it was alcohol induced, but it was just a heightened manifestation of what he feels normally. People looking at him because he's always been like that. He's always thought about what people care about him and thought that people actually cared to think about him. And I mean, strangers again, 1130, 1145. Listen, man, if you're not on by midnight, I'm leaving. I will give you a ride home. But if you're not ready to go and you want to stick around, I'm going to go, man. You're going to have to find a ride home. But like, I'm going to leave at midnight if you're not performing. Nah, just stay, just stay. Midnight, 1215, 1230. Last time, man, I'm out of here in 15 minutes. Doesn't look like you're going to perform. And uh, you're kind of intoxicated. And well, I got these dudes looking at me and no one's paying attention to you, man. Everybody's just in here enjoying their night. So the 15 minutes came and I said, I'm leaving. Would you like a ride? No, I'm going to stay. Okay. And I left. Around 2.30 in the morning, I got a phone call from his girlfriend. He's in the ambulance. He started something with someone he said was looking at him. And they stepped outside and they hit him in the face and broke his jaw. And he's bleeding everywhere. And all I could say was, I'm sorry to hear that. Tell him to call me when he can. And maybe you think I should have been a better friend and jumped out of bed and gone to the hospital. No. I told him. Let's go. I offered a ride and stayed for multiple hours. That was on him, and he had to learn that lesson. But you see, he was so consumed about what he thought others thought about him that he got himself into a mental knot that he couldn't get out of. He couldn't untie. And that's what happens when you're constantly surveying, worrying about what others are thinking about you, and believing that they actually care. Because he thought that, everything he approached was in a manner of them against me. When they had no worries about him whatsoever, they were just enjoying their night. And it might sadden you to think, well, no one cares about me. Here's the great thing about it. It frees you from being worried about things that do not matter. Like I said, so many people have so much stuff going on in their life. Why would they look at you as a stranger and add that to their plate? And if they did, are they worth your time? Why are you relinquishing your power, your time and energy to someone who's so concerned about you, they're not paying attention to self. But here's the kicker. When you stop worrying about that stuff, you stop worrying about what others may think of you because it's an assumption on your part. And don't be so egotistical to think that everyone is thinking about you. But when you stop that assumption, you have time to be fully present in the moment. And instead of him worrying about everyone around him, he could have recognized that he was never going to perform. That he's here with a friend who loves him enough to take him back home, who loved him enough to bring him there, who was willing to just hang out. Outside of this spot that seemed dangerous, you bring everything back within to 
to who you are. Stop looking outside of you. Stop assuming. Stop making judgments of others. And stop thinking that others are making judgments of you. Because I can promise you, most of them have no idea you're even there. And that's okay. Because they don't matter in your life. They're not your loved ones. And even your loved ones have their own situations they have to deal with. And if they truly love you and feel some type of way about you, hopefully they would say it. Because if they don't, do they really love you? Chew on that. And if you dare, you should try homework here. Next time you're with a loved one, ask them, what do you think about me? Inevitably, they'll respond, what do you mean? Say, if I was a stranger and someone said, who's that over there? What, what are they all about? What would you say about me? How would you describe me? You'll be really surprised at what they have to say. And don't let your brain and ego take over saying, oh, they're just being nice because I'm in their presence. Take it for face value. Because if you can't trust your loved ones, then why are they your loved ones? And if you want to be really bold when you're waiting around, Somewhere, anywhere, and you've got time, ask a stranger, excuse me, my name's Antonio. I'm trying something to kind of break some belief systems of myself. Would you mind helping me? Sure, what do I have to do or what do you mean? I just want you to take a look at me and tell me what you think about me. Just be completely honest. I promise nothing you say will hurt my feelings and I just will, would really appreciate it. And see what their impression is or... If they even take the time to participate, because if they give their impression, it will probably be better than you think. And if they tell you, I don't have time for that. Well, now, you know, they're not thinking about you. Because no one cares unless they do. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening and much love always. Be grateful for adversity, for it forces the human spirit to grow. For surely, the human character is formed not in the absence of difficulty, but in our response to difficulty. Thank you for listening to Doc's Daily Dose. I truly appreciate you. The ability to be honest and show strength and vulnerability doesn't happen without you pressing play. If you've got any suggestions, any ideas, or simply want to help make this show bigger and better, at the end of the show notes here, please feel free to donate and support Doc's Daily Dose. If you've got any questions that you want me to answer on the podcast, well, hit me up. A simple email, coachdoc at muchlovealways.com. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter on muchlovealways.com and check out anything else on the website. Again, I'm truly thankful for you. Much love always.